Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. You showed me the way When I was someone in distress A heart in search of happiness You showed me the way This week our special guest is actor and director Jack Bradford, an American who lives in Australia. And he had something very extraordinary happen in his life. A stranger gave him something, a very expensive gift to help his career. Jack's credits include a role in an episode of the TV series Mortified, a part in the film Daybreakers, which starred Ethan Hawke. Uh, There's a list of theatre credits as long as uh, My Arm, which he has either had roles in or directed or both. And uh, Jack is also listed in Who's Who 2007. Jack, can you tell us a bit about uh, the listing in Who's Who? Oh, yes. uh, I was approached by an official kind of uh, government book. I know it sounds really dubious because everybody wants to be in a Who's Who book somewhere in the world. But the government, the Australian government, produces a book each year. And they have an Australian one, and then they have state books. And there's 4,000 people that are significant in Queensland, and they decided... And I don't know how this, maybe somebody dobbed me in, but they just decided they wanted to ask me to contribute my biography. And so I just wrote them back and said, here's what I, I've done. It'll help me with, you know, have a platform to be able to do some of the things that I want to do. So you're in Who's Who in 2007. You've got uh, a Best Actor in uh, a Musical 2007, Director of a Theatre Company in Brisbane, and Jack, this is... One of the remarkable things that I wanted you to talk to us about, what happened to you as that director, uh, just extraordinary, really, but uh, we'll get to that in a minute. You're very highly trained as an actor. Can you just give us a snapshot of the training that you've done? Yes. Um, in the States, in San Diego, uh, during the high school years, my high school teacher, Ron Ray was his name, and he won one best actor at the Globe Theatre for Tartuffe, and he was a method actor. And he actually was in Australia back in the 60s and performed at La Boite. And Rashomon, so he had he had a lot of credits in movies and so forth. Then the deal was is so working with him, there was a high level of of understanding what it takes to be a real actor. And so then you know in university and college there was a professional actors training program at Wright State University. Got a Brant Pope, kind of a mentor who now teaches at Texas University, head of the department in acting, and he was a real method actor. And he really had some input into my life, my ability to um, respond. And then what about um, the latest studies that you've done? Well, what happened was I came over to Australia, right? And in Australia, here, I, I finished a master's degree in theatre, really on, the comic, on comic language. And I directed The Importance of Being Earnest at Harvest Rain Theatre Company as part of the master's thesis. Really large-budget professional actors. And we did it really well. And I compared historical productions through history and the language of, of Oscar Wilde and did a huge thesis, a huge um, project on the directing of it and we worked with really great actors in the process. So I needed, uh, that really helped me understand timing, comic language, comic conventions, all that kind of stuff. So that really just added to my repertoire too. Jack, some of the people you performed with in San Diego uh, are making mega dollars now, is that right? That's right. Um, many of them, like, they live in New York or Los Angeles, and they've done really well in their performing career, their acting career. I recently went to, to the San Diego Old Globe Theater and saw an old friend of mine, Steve Gunderson, who is the, um, he wrote the music for Back to Back to Back, Bacharach in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, Kathy and Jimmy's another one. We did Godspell like three times together. And she actually wrote me a little note when I went to see Godspell on Broadway, and she said, um, Jack, I just saw it. 
and before you come, I want to let you know that you you'll always be the best Jesus, you know. And uh, I don't, and I see, I just laughed at it. Right? So here's these super mega stars on Broadway, and you know we remember things really well. It was I thought it was really great. Uh, Greg Barnes is a wonderful uh, costume designer. He designed Legally Blonde, uh, uh, Drowsy Chaperone. We did high school and college productions together. And my friend Santos is the um, the guy that does the the um, uh, he works with the actors in their muscles on The Lion King. He's the physio. So he gave us a great tour, and I actually got to stand on that Broadway stage and, and sing a Les Mis song with nobody in the theater. It was really cool. Amazing. Was there someone in Bold and Beautiful that you knew? Yes. Yes. Um, John Castellanos. He was the doctor. And he was in, um, wait a minute, his wife was the producer for Bold and Beautiful, and he was in Young and the Restless. Ah. So that was the deal. So John's a really great guy. All these guys are all Facebook friends now, so we're kind of sending messages back and forth. And it's great to have that kind of forum to be able to communicate and talk and see how everybody's going. And what and you worked with John in um, San Diego, did you? Or how did yeah, you we were him? in Equus together. We actually were entered in the National College Theater Festival at uh, Grossmont College, and we actually went to see uh, Anthony Hopkins at the same time we were producing. We were doing Equus. Anthony Hopkins with Tom Holtz from um, from Amadeus. He was doing Equus on the Huntington Hartford stage, and I'll just never forget that Tom, the, the young actor, pulled us backstage, and we got to stand in the hallway. And there was um, there was an Anthony Hopkins. Hi guys, you know it's just so cool to to feel like you could do this too. And that's what I want to help other kids. So what I find interesting is something you said to me that all of your experience and your and your study wasn't enough to teach primary and high school in Australia. That's right. You know, what I found was that a lot of the high schools and primary schools didn't have the facilities to train people in drama, um, they, you know, in theater. What they've done is, in Queensland, really, that schools, for the most part, have separated theater from drama, and drama becomes a theory, and they do uh, improvisation, they study styles, but not, not very often do they do a full-length production and actors get to, to have a, you know, a Willie Loman under their belt for 15 performances. And so what I thought was when I got back from the States in 2000 and I wanted to kind of start making a career change from a, a minister, a Christian pastor, to full-time in the arts, was I wanted to raise up a new generation of actors in Brisbane, both musical theater and, and uh, serious actors, that would, uh, that would change the course of this state. And so far in 11 years, we've done 38 productions at Brisbane Junior Theatre, and then we have a, a teen theatre also. We're going to be doing Les Mis at the end of the year, so there's a lot of good stuff happening. When we look back on our lives, people can write things off as being coincidences. You know, this happened, that happened. Oh, it's all just coincidences. But there comes a point when you just have to say, these are no longer coincidences. There is, there is something greater happening here. And why I say this is because you had something absolutely extraordinary happen to you in your career. You were actually given something. That's right. Yeah, we were given... Uh, what happened was I lost a lot of money in a production at the Chanel Theatre. I'd come off a major production, the first production of Rent, a huge budget. And then I thought, well, I'll produce Godspell in the same theatre. Guess what? Tickets didn't sell. Had the best actors in Brisbane that I could get. Incredible pr production. But the amount of money was huge. We lost, you know, we probably lost something like $40,000 wow. on that production, and I wore it. And so I said, listen, you know, we're going to do this. I'm not going to be, um, you know, 
negative about this. A week later, I get a phone call from this guy from the Shaftesbury organization. He says, Jack, I've got a building in the city. I want to give it to you, and I want you to turn it into a theater. Can you do that? And I said, you're going to give me a building in the city? Well, that night, I got on Google Earth, checked it out, drove down there. It looked like an old hall. It was an old boys' um, hall for, for, for disciplining boys. And they wanted to turn it into, they wanted to give it to me full-time for, for three years, and I, I had that. And now it's being rebuilt, torn down, rebuilt, and now I'll be going in early next year, and the idea is to start a school of performing arts, a high school of performing arts for young actors. And that's and based on production that drives training, not just doing classes and scenes and monologues, but real productions, and, and the assessments will be based on their thorough work of, of processing characters, and, and which will lift the standard. Some of those kids might even get into a Labuat or a QTC production, or they might even start their own theater company. Amazing, isn't it? And that's that's going to be great. Amazing. He gave you the building. Yeah. When you think about faith and that, yep. how, can you, yep. how can you discount that there is a God who cares for us? And you know, that was right at the time where I made a decision. Debbie and I, my wife, we prayed about it. We said, okay, God, our contract was coming up at a Baptist church. It was coming to a close. And we decided this is the time to step out and do what we're passionate about. Because you don't have to be a pastor just to be a minister. You know, we're all kings and priests. And that was a hard lesson after 20 years of being a pastor, a senior pastor, an associate, where now I could say, listen, I'm a, I'm a legitimate minister a priest of God, and I'm a director, an artistic director for a theatre company. Isn't that great? Amazing. And one final question for someone who's struggling to believe in God, what would you say to them about the things that God can do for them? I would say God's unlimited. God is a person who is powerful, who created the universe, and that he wants a personal relationship with them, and that he wants them to talk to him, to actually believe that he exists. Because you know that verse that goes, faith is believing that God is and is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And then there's another verse that, that says, um, he who began a good work in you will be faithful to perform it on the day of Jesus Christ. And my dad sent me that at my high school graduation, that verse, and he circled the word perform. Uh, that just kind of, to have that support from my own father, who was a, a Navy captain scientist, and here I wanted to be a drama, theater, teacher, actor, performer. You know, he probably thought that was really weird. And, uh, but you know what? He supported my dreams, and he could see the passion that I had. Wow. Thanks for your time. Okay, Chris. You showed me the way. and director of Brisbane Junior Theatre, Jack Bradford, who was given a theatre by a total stranger. It reminds me of how God says to us in the Bible that when we trust in Jesus, he will provide all of our needs according to his riches in glory. You showed me the way. This is Light and Life. To contact us, go to salvos.org.au slash radio.